Day 8. Today, our fridge freezer is working again. It stopped working about six weeks ago. Our landlord had an extended warranty and that's been very helpful. But it's taken three visits from the repair company to get it working again. When you're coping with other stuff in life, it's easy to lose perspective and allow little things to attain greater significance than they actually warrant. This frustration, often born of entitlement and amplified by tiredness, can multiply the stress we feel. This inevitably negatively impacts other people and robs us of gratitude when the issue is resolved as we respond about time. I'm thinking about this with camps getting going across the country. We have pictures of some camp directors on the fridge door. I pray that this summer they will have patience and perspective as they deal with damaged things and broken people. Today, I'm thankful to have a working fridge freezer again and for those who fixed it. I'm grateful for the reminder that over time, things can be repaired and restored and mindful that my problems need to be viewed with perspective. After five successive Psalms where David has started each one asking God to hear him and addressing his own immediate plight, this song has a different tenor. This psalm declares the glory of God. God's character has been revealed in all the psalms, but here we have a strong theological reflection. Lord our God, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory in the heavens. Through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is mankind that you are mindful of them? Human beings that you care for them. You have made them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honour. You made them rulers over the works of your hands and put everything under their feet, all flocks and herds, and the animals of the wild, the birds in the sky and the fish in the sea, all that swim the paths of the seas. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Having looked forward to being in the assembly of God's people, this song starts, Our Lord. David is not alone here. God's name carries power, authority and glory in all the earth. There is no place, no political border or physical landscape where the majesty of God is not present. Moreover, God's glory is not confined to the earth but is clearly visible in the heavens. The next line is interesting because it speaks of God establishing a stronghold against his enemies. Were this to be a physical structure, it would be a fortress or a walled city, an impregnable place of security for his people. But this castle is not built of stone. It is established through the praise of children and infants. The voices of the young 
Drown out the lies and godless chatter of the foe and the avenger. It is yet another example of God using things that are disregarded and devalued in the eyes of the world to advance his kingdom. When children and young people gather at camps this summer and in high schools and university campuses in the fall, this is a powerful idea that praise plays a part in the spiritual battle that is waging in the world and that the voices of young people have a powerful impact in the hands of the Lord. Children and infants are not the church of tomorrow. They are the church of today. During the COVID pandemic, many churches have had to adapt and have experienced decline. This is especially true of work with children. This impacts the young, but it also weakens the body as a whole. David now turns his attention to the night sky. The stars and the moon are always there, but during the day they are hidden in the light of the sun. By night the awe-inspiring majesty of the galaxy unfolds. Who has not sat under a clear night sky away from city light and been awestruck with the scale and grandeur of the night sky above them? I remember an evening in Yosemite looking up as a park ranger introduced me to constellations, satellites and shooting stars. I felt very small standing on a mountain on one of the continents on the third planet from the sun. If you've had that kind of experience, you'll readily relate to the question David asks in response. What is mankind that you are mindful of them, human beings that you care for them? David meets his own question with some astonishing answers. The God who remembers and loves humankind made them and gave them status. God himself has given people glory and honour. The king has ground people, giving them responsibility, authority and dominion. Human beings are special. We are different from the other creatures that God has given us dominion over. Animals, wild and domestic, birds of the air and fish in the river and oceans. Human beings have been entrusted to steward the entire ecosystem that God has made. This is an awesome privilege. This is our crown. This is the great responsibility and an opportunity. And this is given to us by the Lord, our Lord, whose name is majestic in all the earth. It's good for me to remember how small I am, but important that at the same time I remember how big God is and to review my calling and renew my commitment to following him in the company of his people. God, brilliant Lord, yours is a household name. Nursing infants gurgle choruses about you. Toddlers shout the songs. They drown out enemy talk and silence atheist babble. But your macro skies, dark and enormous, 
your handmade sky jewellery, moon and stars mounted in their settings. And then I look at my micro self and wonder, why do you bother with us? Why take a second look our way? Yet we've so madly missed being gods, bright with heaven's dawn light. You put us in charge of your handcrafted world, repeated to us your Genesis charge, made us lords of sheep and cattle, even animals out in the wild, birds flying and the fish swimming, whales singing in the ocean deeps. God, brilliant Lord, your name echoes around the world.